Ready for my best hack for having awesome days? Get in your tens. The things that you love doing or eating or drinking or the things that make you feel alive and refreshed and ready to charge the world. Today, we are going to figure out what your tens actually are and then how to get them and help your loved ones get in their tens too. Think about it. The next time you go to stop your spouse or your kids from doing something, think, could I just give a little on this so they can get in this 10 for the day? I've been obsessed with this idea for months now and it's like my favorite thing. I'm telling you, thinking about it this way just makes it easy to prioritize things and make sure you are doing things every day that you love because we know it's all the little things that matter. And it's simple, it's micro, it's daily. It's just being intentional and getting in the little things and the big things each day that make you feel alive and set your soul on fire. That's what this is all about. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. How to be awesome at getting in your tens every day. I love this topic so much and I feel like I've done similar podcasts like how to have awesome days in general and how to plan out your days and routines and things like that. So I wasn't sure if I was going to do this topic as an actual podcast, but the more I've been posting about it on Instagram stories and the more I've been living it and talking about it, I kind of changed up my podcast scheduling and I was like, I have to record this podcast now because it is the one thing that I have changed or kind of added to my life in the last few months that's been a total game changer. And it's all the stuff that we're always talking about on this podcast about, you know, being positivity and not sweating the small stuff and not worrying about what anyone else is doing and just focusing on you. It's all of that, but it's like wrapped into this really great practical way of thinking about it. So it actually happens every day. I've been reading personal development books and listening to things. I mean, basically my whole life. And this is one of those breakthrough things for me that actually turns it into reality. Like, you know, you can listen to an audiobook or a podcast, you can be super motivated. Like, yes, I got that. Yes, I'm on board 100%. But then, you know, next Tuesday happens and things go sideways and someone does something crappy and, you know, you you haven't applied it to your life and to your routine. So it's sometimes hard to make that actual transition to implement it. So this is one hack that I think is like my favorite hack for having awesome days, getting in your tens, the things that you love doing, you know, like we're going to get into all the, all, all of my tens, just to give you like real life practical examples of the different things that I figured out are my tens in the day. And the best part about this are, is there is going to be, if you really do this process, there's going to be things that surprise you both ways, like things that are your tens that maybe you didn't realize and things that are your ones that you didn't realize. Uh, I'm going to have you write some things down. I always say I'm not a big fan of writing lists, like how a lot of, you know, kind of self self-help things do. But in some regards, I use it as more of like a brain dump and like an organized so things aren't so overwhelming sometimes. 
but I love this. And you know what I found out when I wrote it, when I wrote out my tens is so many of my things were either a one or a 10, like very few things actually were in the middle. And it was very interesting because so many things I realized I am doing that I don't really like doing that I could figure out hacks to not do it. You know, like maybe I cooked a really long dinner and then I had to clean up the kitchen. That's a one for me, like clearing all the dishes and doing the dishes, or even if I just kind of like rinse them and throw them in the dishwasher, just hit that extra 20 minutes was a one for me. So I've kind of figure out hacks to not always do that. The whole name of the game is try to add as many tens in your day as you can and eliminate as many ones in your day. Now, this is practical. This is real life. There are things we have to do and have to get done. But that's the whole point of this. Even if you have a nine to five job and maybe your nine to five job doesn't necessarily set your soul on fire rather than thinking my job sucks and you know my days suck. I wake up, I have breakfast, I work all day, then I'm exhausted, I go to sleep, rinse and repeat. Rather than thinking like that, think like, okay, this is my situation right now. This doesn't mean this is my situation forever. But even today, even if I can't change whatever is about my day that I don't love, even if I can't change that today, which I still think you should work on changing that for the long term, but obviously you wake up, you got to go to work. Think about how am I going to get in my tense? And it's amazing when you focus on them, then they happen. And you're recognizing and you're being so self-aware of, of what your tens are that even if a part of your day is spent doing things that you don't nece- that you wouldn't choose that you don't necessarily love. You still have awesome days because you've identified your tens and they're getting them in. And when it comes to letting other people in your life get their tens in, this is a whole nother level of breakthrough because I'm telling you, it's made me lighten up. And I feel like I'm a pretty like I'm not an uptight person, but you know I like things. I like things just, you know, I like things just so I want to keep everyone safe and, and the different things, but it's really made me lighten up when it's something that would make someone I love have a 10. So maybe I was going to kind of, you know, put the kibosh on something that, you know, does it really hurt anything? No. And it's just changed. It changed my reactions. I had a, I had a podcast early on when I started the podcast about how to be awesome and having good reactions. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I think you definitely should because I think having good reactions is a game changer for your day as well. But by focusing on your tens, prioritizing your tens, and then also prioritizing the tens of the people that you love, it's a game changer too. I'm telling you, it makes me have so much more patience for my husband and then he's happier because I don't want him just to be a happy, a happy with me. I want him to be a happy human on his own. And I never want to restrict that. I mean, listen, if you're, if you're married and your man is anything like mine, he probably needs a little bit of wife intervention sometimes just to, I don't know, be more responsible, I guess. But in general, sometimes things that I would say or do, or maybe, maybe I've had a really long work day and the kids are being hard and putting him in the bath. And he's like, he call, I call him and it's loud and after work he's kind of stopped for a drink and he didn't mention it and I would I might my reaction could be like man I'm drowning like I had I had a hell of a day like if you're if you have time to do that you could certainly get your buns home and help me but rather than focusing on that I've tried to think like okay listen this is he sounds really happy on the other line 
maybe he could stay there for an hour and then come home and help me. So he's happy. He's fulfilled. But rather than just like stopping his 10 moment, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I'm already doing it. I'm really dealing with it and understanding that there will be space, but make sure there is space, white space in the universe for you to still get in your tens too. But understand at that moment, it doesn't make sense. Like I'm already having a one getting drenched and kids being difficult and whatever I'm dealing with. Let him finish his 10 then come home, then there will be time for me to have a 10, if that makes sense. Same thing with my kids. Like, you know, sometimes you're just tired and they want to play and do something for 15 more minutes. And you're like, I just want to, I just want to move on to the next thing. I've been more, you know, I've just lightened up a little bit. Okay, sure. You can play on the playground for 15 more minutes because that's a 10 for them. They're outside, they're running, they're having fun. Even though I'm like, I feel exhausted from it, just giving them that, time that they're asking for gives them a 10, you know? And I don't know, I probably should use a little bit different examples just because all other people's 10s shouldn't be at your expense, like not because they should necessarily exhaust you, but it just helps me focus on giving everybody their 10s, yourself included, lighten up when you can, if it's not going to hurt something. And a lot of times I find that when I was kind of limiting people, maybe it was kind of somewhat of a control issue or something that maybe I'm just was just tired and didn't want to deal with, with kids or husband, to be honest with you. So in thinking about it this way, I think, ah, I just kind of saw myself and it's like, is this a 10 for them? Cool. Let them have it. And then once I did, I felt happy because it wasn't that much sweat off my back. And then they're so much happier. And again, we just, we want all the people that we really love, our closest family and friends and kids and spouses and partners we want them to be independently happy and fulfilled. And so I feel like that's one of the best ways we can support them is, is support them in getting in their tents and helping them recognize what their tents are. So let's get right into that. Getting in your tens, what is a 10? And what are your tens? And how do we know what our tens are? Now, as you start to think about this, I, when I was kind of getting into the routine of this and testing this out for myself and seeing if this worked in a practical way, I was kind of going through my days and just taking a mental note when I did something or ate something or had a moment of some sort, I was like, ah, that was a 10 for me. Like that was good. That was a 10. And I just kind of like took note of that. Then I think it's really good to get out a blank piece of paper. I love like a printer piece of paper, right? So there's no lines, no rules and just write. And you could write just what off the top of your head, all your tens, or maybe for a day or two days, you keep the blank piece of paper going and you kind of just whatever, keep with you, put it on the kitchen counter, put it in your bathroom and just write things down as they happen that are tens for you. And you might even want to write down things that are ones for you too, because that was really helpful for me to kind of try to figure out how I could hack that because you know, the less, the less ones we have in the day, the more space there is for more tens. So I think you do a brain dump. Whether you sit down and write it all out at once or you keep a list with you for a day or two, either way works, but get it all out because it makes you be intentional about the things. And the things could literally be five seconds or it could take you all day. I find that most of them are kind of more in the middle. It could be, you know, 10 minute things or an hour things or whatever, whatever it is. Here are some examples of my tens. A really great workout with loud music. Now, I like working out listening to podcasts or TED Talks or something on YouTube or an audiobook. I like things that I'm, you know, kind of feel like my mind is growing and stretching and getting stronger 
while my body is, I really like that. And that's a 10 for me too. But working a great workout with like super loud music to me is like a next level 10. It's almost like you're running on the treadmill and like kind of pumping your arms in the air like, yeah, yeah. Like that's what it is for me when I'm listening to super loud music, getting a good workout in, a workout that is beyond just like maintaining, something that I feel like my body is my body's getting stronger and I kind of feel sore already, even like the workout's not even over and I feel sore because I'm working new muscles and all that stuff. I just, I would work out if it didn't change how you looked at all. I love the feeling of it. I love to feel strong. I love the energy that it gives me for the day. So I love a good workout with super loud music. Another 10 for me is waking up super early and getting in my workout, freezing cold shower and fully get ready before anyone wakes up. If I can get those things done, that is a huge 10 for me. Everyone starts waking up and I'm fully dressed and ready for the day. I am just, I know myself and I know I just have such a, I just don't feel, I just don't wake up feeling behind. Now, usually like when the kids were in school, I was so good about this. And lately it's been more difficult because I'm keeping up on this podcast schedule and writing online courses for Million Dollar Tan. And so I'm working later, so I can't wake up quite as early. So I'm in, I'm in this phase to where that's not happening nearly enough for me, but I know it's a 10, so it's still a goal, even though I can't do it every day. I mean, if I did, then I would sleep three hours, which then I'm, you know, kind of cheating something else. So, but I know it's a 10 and I try to get it when I can. A freezing cold shower. Oh, you probably know if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I absolutely love getting uncomfortable in a freezing cold shower, especially after a really hard workout. So ideal for me is wake up at 5 a.m., crazy hard workout, loud music as loud as possible, run right upstairs, freezing cold shower, feel like so alive so my bones like get cold again after being so hot and sweaty, and get dressed. Like There's, there's like so many tens right there. The, absolutely the best. If you are not converted to cold showers yet, I, it's painful at first, and you will like love, hate it, but I, I cannot get enough. I absolutely love it every morning. Another 10 for me that I didn't realize really until I started writing it down was wearing something that I like every day and wearing something that's also comfortable. And I'm not like a big comfort person. Like I don't wear a ton of like sweats and yoga pants during the day just because I like to, I mean, I will some days or if, depending on what I'm doing, but I like to wear more like kind of, I don't know, more, to, more regular clothes. So I like to like fully get dressed every day, but this is one of those things that I was kind of cutting corners with. So if I'm not waking up as early and someone needs me. I just throw on the first thing I see. And I realize that like wearing something that makes me really feel good, not just like the first thing that I throw together, makes me feel good. Like that's an instant 10 moment. Like, okay, I'm ready. I'm dressed. I love what I'm wearing and I'm comfortable in it. I think comfort is key, especially as you get older, but that's a 10 for me. So knowing that that's a 10 for me, I make it a priority and I'll lay out what I want to wear the night before, or I just make sure I carve it in. Or I realize, listen, whatever is waiting can wait 10 minutes if I haven't laid out the outfit before while I pick out something that makes me feel good and it's not comfortable. You know, when you just throw something on and then like all day you're like too uncomfortable, your jeans are too tight or just whatever because you just got ready so fast. No, I just, I'm done with that. I'm going to get in my 10 and wear something that I love every day. Eating and drinking. Let's talk about the food and the drinks. Now this is going to be different for everybody, but just to kind of share my little piece of the world. I love a champagne pineapple on the weekends. Oh, so you take a, a pineapple core and you core out the, 
the the middle of a pineapple and you can either toss that or use use the the middle of it for fruit or I mean fruit just to eat and then you put pineapple just straight pineapple and ice in the in the, I'm sorry champagne and ice in the cord out pineapple and then you just gently squeeze the pineapple to release a little bit of pineapple juice and it's the best if you core the pineapple right before you're going to drink it it is heaven and a lot of drinks like this you don't you would use like a really inexpensive kind of champagne cuz you feel like it kind of ruins it listen no no this you can use your your most fabulous vouv champagne in the pineapple you still taste all of it cuz the pineapple just barely infuses in it and it is so good so refreshing and so good and it's so icy cold and tropical and stuff so anyways that is one of my favorite cocktails and that is a 10 for me also malibu farms does a skinny watermelon cocktail or sometimes i make my own with fresh muddled watermelon. I love Ciroc vodka because I think it's the healthiest with Perrier lime sparkling water and then fresh mint and lime. And that's it. There's no sugar, no added sugar. I mean, there's watermelon, but I'm all good with whole foods. Um, so there's mint and watermelon and Perrier lime and, and, and vodka infused and all smashed up together. And it's just so fresh and light and delicious. That's my other favorite cocktail. And then for food, I love big salads. If you follow me at Instagram, you know that. I love a Malibu Farms vegan chopped salad, add chicken. And it just has all these like great beets and and um, veggies and stuff. And it's so good and, and just so light. I really like it. Also, my 120 shake. And I will post the recipe for this really soon on Instagram. So basically what it is, is it's what I call my 120 shake because I say it's what's going to help me live to be 120. It is bone broth protein and it's collagen and it's zucchini and it's mushroom extract and it's just so good. It is so good and it is so healthy and I have one every day. So my 120 shake is like a 10 moment for me because I know it's healthy and it's yummy. Sometimes I'll throw in some raw cacao nibs in it for a little bit of like crunchy chocolateness. So good. Love it. It's healthy and it just makes me feel good. And then of course, tens for me are things where I can feel productive in the world. So recording a really great podcast that I feel like I gave 110% to it and I feel like people will get a lot out of it. Like I just walk out of my my, my movie room where I do my recording and I'm just like, yes, like that. I, I, I left it all on the table. I gave everything that I've been thinking about on this topic. I put it all in that episode and I think people will really get a lot of value from it. That is a 10 moment for me. Like that's why, that's why I do this. And then of course things with my kids, like playing with Parker in his man cave or having the girls teach me a move that they learned on their aerial silk and I can barely do it and they think that's hilarious or going in the pool with my kids spontaneously when they ask me to. And the reason I mention these kind of details is to really give examples because oftentimes examples are what we remember, not the big picture thing, you know, or not the concept, but more of the examples. And also it made me realize that these little things that I often felt like I didn't have time for, you know, we're all so busy, whether you have kids or whatever you're juggling that a lot of times you're like, yeah, not now. I can't right now. I can't right now. But if you recognize it as a 10, you'll make time for it. So maybe I'm making dinner and Parker's like, play with me in my man cave. And like, how sweet is that? But oftentimes, and listen, we can't always stop what we're doing, but sometimes I could, like I have an extra five, 10 minutes. I'll just put everything on low and run in there and play with him. But by recognizing that that's actually a 10 for me and a 10 for him, I make time to do it rather than I don't have time. I just can't right now. I can't, I have too much. I'm overwhelmed. I just can't. 
By recognizing it, I prioritize better in my day. And I know that I love getting outside. So if I can ever convince anyone to do an outside hike or a jog, we live right by Back Bay, this awesome bay in Newport Beach. If I can get someone to go outside and do a jog with me or even by myself, the fresh air, listening to a good audiobook in my ears, anything outside and active, especially with people I love, is a 10 for me. Also some practical things like having my house organized or cleaning out my drawers in my bathroom, which I just did this week, which the process is not necessarily a 10, but the end result is such a 10 that it kind of makes the process a 10. So realizing that, like my house has never been crazy organized just because I'm kind of a, I don't know, a mad scientist with things and creative and I'm complicated and I have lots of stuff, but I've been better at purging and better at organizing because I realize that it's a 10 for me when I feel like I'm walking into a space that is serene and everything's you know, relatively in its place. And, you know, there's some organization to the madness. So recognizing that that's important to my happiness has made me be more tidy and be more organized and just have less stuff in general, you know? And these things will change over time. They could change weekly or monthly or yearly, but just having a pulse on the things that set your soul on fire, the things that you do in a day that you're just like, yes, like that was good. That was delicious. That was a great conversation. That was a great use of my time. It makes you focus on doing these things, makes them a priority, and it makes you worry less about what other people are doing. Like if I'm so busy focusing on getting in my tens every day, I'm not worrying about what someone else is doing or jealous of someone else's accomplishments or judging someone else's, you know, the way they, the way they handled something, the way they did something. I'm thinking less about gossip. I'm talking less about gossip. I'm being, I'm being so careful with my time because I know that, you know, in a day I'm trying to get in as many tens as I can. And it was really interesting when I posted this on Instagram, several people said, is it about how many tents you get in or how does that all work? And that is such a great question because if one of your tents takes you four hours, obviously you're not going to get in 15 tents a day. So to me, it's not necessarily about the number of tents per se, just because like I said, some could take a long time, some could be short, not necessarily about the number of tents, but I, I do think that there are so many little things that you should have at least five tents in your day. And hopefully you have 10 tents in your day, but depending on your tents, like maybe you like outdoor mountain biking and you mountain bike for three hours. Maybe it's not practical to have lots of other tents, but that tent was such a great tent that maybe you only need two tents a day to go to sleep feeling like it was an, it was an awesome day and you prioritized well and you got in your tents. It makes you spend less time also doing mindless things. So maybe like watching pointless TV for hours or scrolling social media for four hours. Now, if these things are so relaxing for you and that's how you, you enjoy spending your free time, then that's a 10 for you. No judgment. Then do that. But if it's not, and you've just kind of gotten in a habit of coming home and flipping on something that's mindless and you're not really enjoying it, you're just passing the time, then don't spend that precious time doing it. Replace that with something that you would categorize as a 10, you know, super interesting because you don't have to get in, you don't have to, you don't have to shoot for 30 of them. Just focus on spending as much time as you can 
getting in the tent. And I realized some things that I was just doing for out of routine, out of habit, that might not be a 10 or might not be a one, but we're just kind of like right in the middle. And I kind of woke myself and was like, why am I even doing this? I don't have to be doing this every day. I'm kind of just in the routine of doing it. Why don't I cut that out completely, somehow make it more efficient, eliminate it, whatever it is, set up a new process to make more time for our tents. Because we all know we all have responsibilities and obligations and things that we have to do every single day. So it's kind of like a push and a pull and really being smart with your time to make sure that you have enough time for the things that you love. This concept is also going back to allowing people we love to have tents. This has really allowed me to give a lot more leeway with my spouse and my kids because I just want them to be happy. And I realized I was kind of being controlling in some ways. And I always had good intentions, like, cause I know it's not great for my husband with, with my husband has had, um, health issues. He's had heart issues in the past. And so I know that it's not great for him to have eight vodka sodas. Like, but the thing is, is I can't always police everybody. And sometimes you try to police them and it doesn't change their decisions anyways. So rather than always trying to control the situation, giving them a little bit more leeway gives them more tens and it makes you happier too, because you are, you're giving them, you're giving them space to have their tens. And it's difficult, especially if you're kind of a helicopter type parent and you, you watch over your kids and, and you kind of control what they're doing all day in a loving way. But I've kind of had to let go. Like I don't love my kids on technology, but especially with um, the COVID situation we're in and being in quarantine, that's one of the only ways that they can connect with so many of their friends from school. So I've lightened up a lot on phones, even though it still doesn't feel natural natural for me to let them be playing, but they'll get on FaceTime with their friends and then they'll play the video game while they're FaceTiming. So it's like having a virtual play date. So even though that still makes my skin crawl to have them have so much screen time and I want them to be active and moving around, I've really lightened up because I've realized that's 10 for them. Like I wish their 10, wish at that moment they were outside running around, getting fresh air, getting exercise. But, you know, what is important to them has to be as important or more important that what I think is good for them, you know, because all the little things every day that we choose is what adds up to our total happiness and our mind space and the conversation that's going on in our heads. And just thinking about how many tens are you getting in every day? And you know, one of my favorite books is The Simple Art of Not Giving an F. And a lot of this ties into so much of what that book talks about because it's just a matter of so many things that you may think really matter just don't matter. Let it go. I'm telling you, you really, it's very, very difficult to offend me or kind of even hurt my feelings because I've gotten to a point to where even if someone does let me down or hurt my feelings, I'm at the point to where if it's someone I really love, I can say, I don't know necessarily what they're dealing with at this moment or, you know, I always say, you don't know what rocks are in other people's shoes. I can handle this on my own. I'm not going to make a big deal about this because listen, life is short. I can get over this. Is it going to bother me in a month? No, if it's not, forget it. 
I'm all about getting in my tens and really trying to focus my time and spending my time on those things that are going to give me awesome days. And this gets into focusing thing on things too much that have happened in the past or past failures or things that have gone wrong for you in the past or things that people have done that are shitty to you in the past. Like, I think that by focusing on having as many tens as you have, you suffocate that because there's just not enough space for everything. And every time you're spending time on that past, on that thing that happened, or moments that you're not getting in your 10, whatever that is, that 10 is for you, you're not getting that extra 10 in because you're spending it on something that you can't change that's already happened in the past. You know, trying to think about positive thinking, controlling our headspace, having the most positive headspace and the most awesome days that we can. Here's the thing in our quest to be awesome and have awesome days, we have to know what makes us happy and make sure we prioritize right to get those things in every day. I love this idea of getting in your tents because it does exactly that. Eliminates the bullshit and makes you stop doing things you don't actually like or the things you just do mindlessly because they're a habit, but are just taking away time that you could be spending getting in your tents. I hope this podcast inspired you to have days filled with lots and lots of tents. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.